0: Hey, 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 happy Monday! Today is just me, and we're bringing you a very, very special topic. We're going to run through this. There's 16 sources that you must uh, have in your desktop so you never run out of content. You know, today, we'll be giving you some ideas when it comes to prepping this thing. So the research pillar that we talked about in the last couple episodes is one of the most overlooked stages when starting to build your own content ecosystem, right? The stage can be very overwhelming for a lot of companies, especially when starting to produce content at scale and it's where most companies find their first roadblock this is why you must take control of this stage and start executing today so the following 16 sources will help you do just that and if you execute them consistently you will never be lost in research mode ever again so if you're ready to rock and roll here we go we've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that i know you haven't heard before one two three listen hey i'm luis and welcome to the content is profit podcast in here you're going to get the insights accountability and drive to create consistently and increase your revenue you'll hear from top entrepreneurs creators and anything and everything you need to know about content all this while having a good time the goal of this podcast is simple entertain educate and turn your content into profit that is right welcome back happy monday content is profit fam today is just me uh Going to be honest out there, Friday we were supposed to record, we did not record. Uh, part of it is because we were really exhausted. We've had a couple of very intense weekends, it's been a lot of fun. So I'm recording this episode on my own during the weekend. Fancy sent me some ideas and some research and I'm here to share them with you. So today is a very special topic because this 16 sources have helped us really be very comfortable when it comes to creating content because we don't have to worry about ever, ever, ever again running out of ideas. Ideas or topics or things to say in our podcast. That's part of the reason why today you're listening to episode 317, but really like 350 something published, which is insane. So I promise you, this is coming from not only our own experience, but from a lot of research that we've done over the last three years. And stay till the end because we have four secret links that you must save in your Internet Explorer internet explorer is that a thing still chrome <laughs> explorer or safari whatever you use save them in your computer because it's gonna help you move that content forward so before we get into the list um i really want to share a quick 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 story right when we decided to go on and start publishing content consistently we decided to do 45 days of facebook lives which was the thing at, at the time i think this was two and a half almost three years ago now and uh it was very intimidating not for the production side of things you know we talked about this before but for me it initially was very challenging to grasp the idea of 45 days uh, of content because of the prep and the research, I'm like, what am I gonna talk about? What are these things? You know, uh, obviously, imposter syndrome, a hundred percent. You know, and it was just really challenging to grasp me. And then when we released the challenge to the public, we had about a hundred people, and that was exactly the worry that most people had it was like, what are we talking about? How are we producing it? What am I supposed to say? What are the things that I'm supposed to share with with my audience, right? And we started exploring deep. Uh, a little bit deeper, uh, this this idea of research before going and produce it, right? And if you didn't catch up the last couple episodes, we talked about the four pillars, right? We talked about the pillar of research, the pillar about creation, the pillar about production, and the pillar of distribution, right? So today we're specifically top- talking about that research side of things, which is really the first roadblock. <laughs> that a lot of companies face when they start and they make the decision to create content at scale, right? They hire these companies to do this whole, you know, market research and personas and all these things, but then guess what? We stop because we might get five or six ideas or five or six things that that we must do and then we don't continue, right, to develop the systems and the process to stay consistent over time, especially when we're developing uh, this content ecosystem, right? So uh, these 16 things, uh, some of them are gonna sound very basic, and some of them are gonna be like, oh, you know, I already do that. But some of them are also really interesting uh, and really exciting because they might also spring some more ideas. So if you're ready, I am ready, and we're gonna get to it. So number one is actually your own (laughs) experience. Right. With us, uh, what really got me unstuck personally on the forty-five Live, and especially at the beginning of the podcast, was our own experience. We will grab stories and things that happened to us in the past or that day or that week. Right. We will share that story and then we will relate that story with something that's happening in the business or a lesson or something that we wanted to share. Right. So that was really like the frame, the first framework. And uh, we speak with a lot of people in the people that want to create their content ecosystems. And this is one of the things that they most overlooked. A lot of people can be very intimidating. Uh, Initially, at first, when they're trying to create their podcast or their platform, and they're like, what do I talk about, right? Do I have to do all this research? And then when we dig in a little bit more, we find out that they have years and years of experience that they can pull from, right? We just need to do a little bit of of digging, right? We had this amazing uh, partner in the service where you know he's been in the fitness industry, coaching and selling and buying businesses, and a lot of people have been coming to him recently for that. And uh, he was really uh, nervous to to not know what to say. And we're like, okay, let's look back on these experiences. You've done this for about twenty years. Uh, I'm sure there's something that we can do with that. And we did a little digging and that. At least we were able to plan the first like 50 episodes, which was incredible, right? So look back at your past and see what are the experiences that you're having, personal or in business, and we can start sharing about those. So that's number one. Number two is clearly books. <laughs> books have been a very important part in our uh, self-education, I guess. Um, you know, when we first grow up, uh, our dad used books as a punishment. We're like, hey, you know, go to your room and now you have to read. <laughs> so we created this negative uh, reaction to to books until we decided to take on this journey of entrepreneurship about seven years ago. And uh, that was really the way that we started to learn a ton. So a lot of what we read, we just grab these nuggets. We have a system where we can document that, whether that's online or physical, and we can share more about that in the, um, in the future episodes. But Uh, some of those books that we read spark ideas and those ideas we document and those ideas we share and those ideas we, um, we start analyzing them and sharing them with our audience. Right. And if it makes sense, we include them inside of our framework. So books are really important. So I, I am pretty sure that most of the people that listen to this podcast, right, you guys are constantly reading, you guys are constantly educating yourself. So grab those concepts, grab those ideas. How can you evolve them? How can you develop a little bit more? right number three events and with events i mean conferences summits um we we recently this next few months we've been uh we started to go into events uh this is event season uh we have four more coming before the end of the year and it's always amazing so during the event we network a ton we share ideas we test messaging uh, I remember last year we were talking about the network, which, by the way, is coming a oh, long time in the in the in the works. So uh, about to announce it officially. But we were sharing that idea. At the time, it was just an idea. and We were sharing that with people and we are receiving feedback, right? We go to presentations. We take a lot of notes. Recently, a podcast movement. If you uh, if you missed that episode, uh, go back and listen to it. It's very quick. It's like six minutes. Uh, but we share a little bit about the presentation that lipsynth was uh, sharing about data, what, what really matters in a podcast and data in the podcasting platform. So grab those topics that you learn from, and then you can, uh, you can break down, you can share the summaries, you can document the experience. There's a lot of stuff happening in those events, right? So if you go to an event, I'm sure you have two, three weeks worth of like really, really warm content that you can do. So make sure, right. You document the process as you go. So number four, uh, is new blogs. So this is great for topical content, right? And by new blogs and new new uh, new articles, I means things that are happening in the world, right? For example, Queen Elizabeth, you know, just passed away. So uh, there's, I'm sure, there's a lesson in there that we can relate with any type of business. For example, we saw a piece of content about you know Lady D's. Uh, Day uh, or like Memorial Day that happened versus the Queens when it was pretty crazy what happened. And, you know, besides going all political, uh, it was a piece of content that was really interesting. And we can uh, um, we can talk about that. And that just creates another topic. Right. Uh, And we talked in the past about topical content, things that happen in the world that are really warm, that attract a lot of attention. And you can use that as leverage to move forward. Right. So number five is articles, articles of it could be, I'm not going to dive a little bit into research mode, but articles about different blogs, different topics even, right? Uh, just looking at, at the framework, at the structure, at things on how, how people uh, write about several things, right? We like sports. We like the way that uh, modern media is happening. We like uh, traditional media a lot. So there's a lot of things that that we can grab from those articles and blogs that we can share in our podcast and our publishing platform, right? this is great for confronting this is great for polarizing views so if somebody comes out with an article uh talking about x maybe your position is against x and you can talk about why. and then y uh y <laughs> uh can be probably a better option based on you know your principles your values your your service your product right so grab that and that's a great opportunity to create some confronting views and um if you know they're true to your message and then uh leverage that moment right so number six is actually conversations with your customers and target audience a lot of people miss these ones uh we've had uh stages in our business where for two weeks period we just jump on 10 minute 20 minute calls with prospects people in our community people in our facebook group and we just ask different questions about what they want to learn what are the common questions that they're coming across? Um, without any type of commitment, really, we just talk for about 20 minutes. We we help as much as we can uh, in that time, but we also get a lot of information that we do that. Current customers, right? We jump on calls with current customers and all those ideas we document, those are things that we can do that. So for example, this episode and 315 came out of a conversation with a customer, right? Because we were, uh, we were, creating this flow and this framework of okay, how do we how do we split the production right? How, what are the team members that we have or the resources that we have aligned and how can we, create a structure where we can put people in place. And that's when the research side of things, the creation, the production and the the deployment and the distribution phases came out. And now we're creating these amazing pieces of content that gotten a lot of, a lot of good feedback. So like I said, number six is conversations with your customers and target audience. So what are the questions that you can be asking? What are the conversations that you can be having today with the people that are enjoying your product or your service? So you can not only help them but also create uh content around that. Right. Number seven is newsletters. Newsletters is wonderful, whether that's a newsletter in your niche, whether that's a newsletter in your topic. I love a newsletter called called published press. It is more aimed towards the creators, but like we we talk with business people that are are creating, we're kind of like that middle bridge. It helps us grasp a lot of information so what are the newsletters that you subscribe to what are um is it just for recreation or do you have newsletters in your inbox that can help you right create and frame your own ideas so you can share with your own audience right so look for niche newsletters you know maybe on a different topic that's not that's not bad either uh look at the format uh look at the structure how do they do that for us i like a lot of public press i like a lot morning brew the daily hustle Um, so uh, we look at how do they present information. What are some of the ideas? What are the headlines? Uh, does this spark some uh, an idea? Does this spark a, a discussion? And those are things that we can that we can share. Number eight, Reddit. Reddit is the homepage of the internet. So if you are not there, please go ahead and go create an account. Uh, it is completely free. But th- what's amazing about Reddit is that you have all these sub communities or sub topics that you can go research. Uh, for example, if you're into podcasting, you can go to Reddit and just type podcasting and you're gonna find several, several groups, several co- uh, communities with the same keyword and you can join those communities for free and start looking at the questions that people are asking in there. So just recently, we just did that that exercise. We filter monthly by most comments or most uh, upvotes. That's how it works in there. And you can see like what are the most popular uh, posts that are there and those questions normally attract a lot of traffic and a lot of attention so you can develop them further in your publishing platform. So Reddit, an amazing, amazing um, tool to create more content. So number nine, obviously social media one of those that you're like oh (laughs) the social media so what are the posts what are the groups what are the conversations happening in social media every single day right whether that's in your own community uh whether that's other social accounts whether that's your own social accounts what are the comments that people are putting in there for example we use a lot of personal stuff in our in our instagram for example i share a lot of my personal life in there so I get a lot of good feedback and I get a lot of uh, amazing engagement uh, as far as that. And then on the podcast as well, we can use it as, as a leverage. We go to different groups and we look at what people are talking about, about our niche, about our the thing that we do. Uh, maybe the competition, maybe you're going to spy a little bit. What are people asking in those groups, right? Different networks. So social media, obviously, uh, is going to show what's trending, especially if we talk about Reels and TikTok, different things. So utilize that uh, to your advantage. Number 10, case studies. So what are, what are some case studies of your own business that you've had massive success, that you have testimonials, that you have people obtaining really, really good results? You can grab those case studies, share that story, share the numbers, share the results, obviously with permission of your customers, right? But what are those stories that you can share about the case studies that are happening? So if you've been in business for 20, 30, 10 years, five years, I am sure that you have pretty awesome case studies. One example for us is the campaign that we did with a company called Degree Wellness. That's way back before the show was even a thing, but we launched an amazing initiative within a week and we collected 2000 emails and then we booked 300 appointments, which each opportunity for them was $159 a month opportunity. And uh, it was a really good case study for that specific strategy that we ran and we share that story a ton, whether that's on content, whether that is in networking events. and that is a, just a great way for people to be like, oh wow, this was a very uh, amazing result that they got in a week and it opens the door to too many more things. So same like in real life, it works in content. So what are some case studies that you can be looking at today that can give you that gas to create content right? Number 11 research and data and this is legit just plain research (laughs) and data about the topics that you're going to do so sometimes it could be a google search right it could be a youtube search it could be something like you paid a a company like empire research group like twenty thousand dollars to go for (laughs) and and do a full-on research on your topic on your service right and then you can use that uh, market data to start producing content so we mentioned in the past you know we work with amanda holmes and she has an amazing product called core story which is that's what they do they they do a whole bunch of research for you they line it up uh so you can present it in in sales letters in emails in newsletters in content so if you have the budget for something like that you can utilize something like that but then if you don't have the resources you can do some research of your own and making sure that you have a good um good data to share right so statista for example and just make sure that the data is legit but you can also hire people off of Fiverr. um we have a client that that we help uh, on their side and they hire a researcher uh, off of fiber uh fun fact this is not a research for content this was a professor that does research but what they do is they use that research from that professor and then they apply it to their own content and their own interviews and different things so different ways to do these things so so far let's recap real quick so number one experience number two books number three events number four new blogs number five articles uh, number six conversations with your customers and target audience number seven newsletters number eight reddit number nine social media number 10 case studies number 11 research and data all right so uh the next ones that we're going to do I think we have one, two, three, four, five. The next five are from your own platform. If you're already publishing, these are from your own platform that are hidden and at plain sight. And this is so interesting, right? Because this is really where we started uh, On, we're like, oh my gosh, it's clicking right now. And this is what really is taking us Uh, It it took the show to the whole new level, but most people really ignore it and we see it every single day and it's very painful. So we're going to be sharing them with you today so uh, you can utilize this. So if you are already publishing, if you are already collaborating of some sort with content, right, whether that is a guest, whether that is somebody that writes for you, whether that's somebody that does a video with you. Right, these are things that you can utilize to make sure that you never stop out of content. In fact, you can utilize these five if you have a podcast, and you you will probably you could thrive without touching the previous eleven that we just mentioned. So, number twelve is old podcast. Episodes. What are some ideas from the, the old podcast episodes or the old videos that you produced that you can recycle and then you can re-explore and then you can reframe maybe for a different story, maybe with a different uh, customer in mind that you can dissect on other episodes? A good example is if you go to listen to the episode 315, which is two episodes ago, uh, we talk about the four pillars. Right. And then that served as the seed to this episode because we are actually dissecting one of those pillars, which is the research. Right. So go back, re-listen maybe to those podcast episodes or have one of your team members be like, what are the three main ideas that we that came out of this episode? And you can develop a little bit more on that. And then you can create another piece of content. Right. Whether that's a podcast, whether that's a real whether that is whatever format. Remember, we talk about frameworks and the topic first and then the distribution channels and the mediums on how we produce. Number 13, guest ideas. So if you have guests on your show, if you collaborate with people that come to you, there's going to be a discussion, right? There's going to be a conversation that you're going to have with them. Elaborate it. Um, So we have multiple guests that come in and they say this amazing one-liner, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, this just sparked an amazing idea. For example, with Todd Brown, we're, we're talking about the true value of that customer, right? So if they buy you on a, on a monthly membership, how long do they stay? Do they stay six, seven months? So let's say they stay for seven months and each month is worth $100. You should be pretty okay with spending $700 on Facebook ads or TikTok ads or whatever ads to acquire that customer because according to your service and according to your data they stay at least seven months you break even at seven months and then you can continue to do that right so that was an idea that sparked many many episodes and we talked about that concept many times and it came about from a conversation with a guest so if you have a guest or if you guessed there's going to be ideas that are going to exchange make sure you have a notepad next to you write those ideas and then you can develop them further right number 14 questions from your guest there you go So any questions that they might have, sometimes we stay in conversations behind cameras and there's some questions that they ask, whether about the service, about what we do with the podcast, different things, conversations, and we take note of those questions. And then if it's something that it can be really juicy and we can talk for like more than 15 minutes, then we'll make it an episode. So make sure whenever you're talking to those guests, whether that's pre, you know, pre production or during the production, what are some questions that they're asking and then you can develop them further. The answer that you give them, that is the start of your episode. Number 15, questions from your community or communities you're part of. So we kind of touched on this before. Uh, We talked about customers, but, you know, from our community, uh, as soon as people jump in our Facebook group, there's a questionnaire and we're like, hey, what is your biggest struggle when it comes to content? And then we get an answer. Most answers tend to be consistency. How do we, how do we stay consistent? How do we stay motivated? Right? So, there's some questions and there are some points of contact that you can have with your own community that it will give you a ton of amazing feedback. Uh, a good way to do this is sending emails, right? Obviously, uh, make sure that you you open that line of communication with, with your people and ask them, hey, what do you want to know about? What are you struggling with today? What are some of the, what are the three things that you must conquer about content this week that you need help with? And uh, people are going to ask, Uh, are going to ask the questions, they're going to send you some answers, and then you can respond to them as content. Number 16, this is the last one, this is beautiful, is your frequently asked questions from your community, or audience, or even better, your competitors, right? So we have this real estate agent um, that we started working with him, and he had zero online presence on LinkedIn, and that's what we wanted to develop, And initially it was really, really challenging on his side to decide on how to start, right? So we're like, okay, do we have a website that we can go to? And there's a bunch of frequently asked questions, which are questions from your audience, from your community, uh, from the clients, from the prospects, right? That they're trying to answer in the website. That's a medium of communication, of course, but we needed to create some kind of top of funnel awareness content. So we went there. Uh, then as soon as we ran out of that, we went to every single competitor (laughs) website and we grabbed, we collected all the questions. There were some that were the same, but there were also some other different ones. And we started creating content around that. And then that started the flywheel, uh, with those questions. So what are the frequently asked questions that you get on your support tickets? What are the frequently asked questions that you get in your community? Uh, what are the frequently asked questions of your competition? If you have competition, right? Grab those, answer them. Uh, as a video and that becomes your piece of content. So there you have it, all 16. And I promise you four secret links that you must keep in your browser, right? So the first one is explodingtopics.com. You can actually search a bunch of trends in here. Top of funnel, things that are happening real time, where you can grab those stories, attach one of your own, and then uh, relate it to your business, kind of like what we talked about. But it's super awesome to start finding trends and what people are talking about. So, explodingtopics.com. That's link number one. Link number two, similarweb.com. So, if you actually go to similarweb.com, you're going to find uh, a bunch of stats. Uh, you can do a ton of research in there as well uh let's see the must-have platform to win your market online so there's digital research you got digital marketing you got e-commerce like what's a customer journey brand performance there's a ton of data that they that they share in here there is a free version and there is a paid version but it's it's amazing way to start and kickstart some of those ideas the next site number three is trends.google.com which i'm sure a lot of people that are listening to the this podcast utilize it, but you can go to Google and um, on the trend site, and you can find what people are actually searching for. So an example is are people searching from Taylor Swift or Kim Kardashian, as I'm putting in here. So you know, 2022 women NBA playoffs. And you can see, you know, where people are looking for different things. So if you have very targeted marketing, whether that's location-based or topic-based, this is a really awesome tool to continue to develop that. And the last one, uh, last but not least, is YouTube. Remember, YouTube is a search engine. So as soon as you start typing, what I recommend is go to an incognito tab because obviously if you go to your own tab, uh, there's going to be predefined searches that the algorithm is learning your consumption habits. So go to incognito tab or open a new whole new profile, guest profile, and start searching for your keywords and see what comes up on that search bar. And those are all ideas for content. So again, for your four specific websites, explodingtopics.com, similarweb.com, trends.google.com, and YouTube. All right. So there's a ton. This episode is packed with things. So I hope you stopped the car and you took some notes. But those 16 things, if you consistently utilize them, it's gonna be really, really hard for you to uh, not being able to produce content. So make sure you put a system in place as an action plan, right? What is the framework? Set up a framework on what avenue you're going to use, right? For us, the podcast, since we had a lot of interviews, that was our main one for many, many, many episodes where we will have a conversation with a guest and then we'll grab two or three ideas and we'll develop those ideas, right? That was what we decided initially. There's some others that we're extensively utilizing at the moment, conversation with our own customers. Reddit, we started to use a lot, our own experience, books, you know, the articles and the blogs. So establish what is your framework, that you're going to follow for the next two or three months, and you'll see there's going to be a lot of ideas that are going to spark from that, right? Then set a research cadence. What does this mean? Is it you? Is it your team? Like who's doing the research? Who's doing the reports? Um, Is your team doing research on Mondays? And then you get a report on Tuesday of like what are the five different topics that we can talk about this week? How can you establish this flow every single week? So whether that's you or your team, can be prepared to produce that content. So make sure that you set that research cadence on a weekly, monthly uh, basis, whatever works best for you. And then start building a database. So I personally consume a lot of video content. So one example of this is I would if I look a video that I really, really like, that it sparks an idea, normally it is short form, whether that's a Reel or a TikTok. On YouTube, I don't do it too much. I use YouTube for more uh, recreational purposes when I'm scrolling, but let's say it's Reels or TikTok, I will share that video, I will grab the link, and I'll put it on a Notion database, and then I currently have 50 plus videos that I can click on any one of them, rewatch the one minute, and be sparked with an idea that then we can create something for it. So make sure you start building that database, whether that's you, whether that's your team, it can be a very simple Google Sheet, it could be on your project management tool, and then from that database, whether, whether you're feeling love energy or... If you cannot create at the moment, you can always go back and refer to that, re-watch, re-read that piece of content, and then that will spark an idea that will help you create. And then pick one of those ideas and go, and go produce it. Go create it, right? Go to the second stage, the creation stage. So with that, guys, we did a full review of the 16 sources, so you never ran out of content ever again. Let me know let me know over social media let me know send us an email my personal email is luisda at beesbros.co l-u-i-s-d-a at beesbros.com uh the co sorry c-o um send me send me your feedback was this helpful are they all the things that you're utilizing to continue your research and your creation process right are we just sticking to uh modeling what others are doing i highly recommend you create your own thing but again what are you using that is really helping you out. So with that said, guys, I think that is the episode. So here we go. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media. And remember to follow us in at Biz Bros. Go. Make sure if you enjoy this episode to share it with three of your friends and make sure that they download it. Uh, anyways, it was awesome seeing you. Have an amazing Monday and talk to you soon. Bye.